What do you think of when you imagine a communication trainer? A stale seminar room? An ill-fitting polyester suit? A few circles on the flip chart? Well, think again. Enter Dr. Thomas A. Kukulis, known as the Rampenpfau. A tattooed noble punk, a self-confessed hedonist, and a sophisticated wine lover that shines not only with his professional expertise, but also thanks to a ton of skull rings and designer clothes. Sweet people, what's happening? If you're looking for the sweet spot of your brand, you've come to the right place. This is the Sweet Spot Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Zeus, and today I'm talking again to a good friend of mine, Dr. Thomas A. Kukulis, known as the Rampenpfau. He's known for his business podcast, Ausgesprochen, Ausgetrunken, his coaching for contestants of the German version of the Shark Tank, and numerous appearances as a speaker. So, it's a pleasure to present to you the second half of our conversation. We talked about luxury brands like Louis Vuitton serving as an object of identification to personal brands of well-known entrepreneurs like Elon Musk. In this podcast, you learn why the future lies in strong personal brands and which steps you need to take and which questions you have to ask yourself to establish your own. So without further ado, enjoy the second half of my talk to Dr. Thomas A. Kukulis. Welcome to The Sweet Side. This is The Sweet Spot Podcast with Mark Zeus, investigating entrepreneurship, purpose, and the creative life. We are back and we got another bottle of white wine. And um, this brings me to my next topic because this wine is, it's also a German winery. It's called uh, Drei Freunde, Three Friends. Yeah. It's a wine made by one professional winemaker. She's part of the team. She's one of the three friends and two celebrities from Germany. Yeah. The TV host, Joko Winterscheid. He does entertainment, TV hosting. Yeah. And by the actor Matthias Schweighöfer. And he did Army of the Dead and Army of Thieves. With his ex yeah. the the uh, Netflix movies, yeah, I've I've seen one of the trailers recently. Yeah, yeah, look pretty nice. Yeah, if you're into zombie movies, yeah, actually, the Zack yeah. Snyder one is pretty, I am is I am. pretty me too. <laughs> it's pretty fun because you have this for the first time. It's set in Las Vegas. Yeah, and he of course put one of the Siegfried and Roy the White Tigers is a zombie tiger. Awesome, and just for awesome. this one scene is worth watching the whole movie. So I mean, I I I, I also love the whole Walking Dead franchise, but I yeah. also love the funny stuff. Yeah. This totally. is Zombieland. Yeah. I, I oh, totally dig damn. Zombieland. Totally. Woody Harrelson, Bill Murray. God love it. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Have you seen the second part? Yeah. 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 Uh, well, good? I like the first one better, but yeah, sure. it's a new taste. Yeah. yeah. They have a nice, yeah. Um, in the second part, they visit talking about big, strong personal brands. Yeah. They come to Elvis's old home. No and Elvis way. Elvis plays a huge part in this. Yeah. I haven't seen this. You should watch it. Yeah. It's on Netflix now. It's fun. I mean, it's Emma Thompson. Right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Well, all right. Enough. Cheers. Cheers to cheers. that. It's like a cheers limbo here <laughs> in your studio. That's right. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> when I was 
at the bathroom during our little break. Yeah. I've used your perfume. I, I hope you're fine it. with that. I can smell it. I can yeah. smell myself. I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> It's awesome. <laughs> It's amazing. The bottle is, <laughs> you have to imagine a bottle which is made of aluminum and It's like gold with intense purple. And this is exactly how it smells. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of oud. I really like it. Yeah, and I think it's how your underwear looks, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's not aluminum, but leather. But yeah. other than that, it's totally right. <laughs> gold with intense purple. <laughs> awesome. Perfect. All right. Perfect. Amazing. So I chose this wine for a little talk because um, if I imagine a communication or rhetorics trainer today i wouldn't necessarily especially in germany wouldn't think of someone like you because over the years you established a really strong personal brand mm -hmm. in terms of your sound your looks yeah. your your media coverage what you do in instagram with your own podcast so i was wondering did you consciously work on your brand did there go any strategic thoughts into the Rampenfall, which we also have to explain for the mm -hmm. English-speaking audience what that actually means. Yeah. Or did this occur naturally and you grew into it? No, no, it's an ongoing process and it's it's still going on. And I, yeah, actually at the moment I'm in some kind of rebranding process yeah. and I'm I'm working on the brand right now because at the moment I'm I'm doing a process. Yeah, some kind of retargeting for a new mentoring program, mm -hmm. which will appear soon. And this mentoring program is like an an online program, but guided by myself personally. Mm -hmm. And it helps you to develop a confident appearance for different situations within three months. Yeah. And it's something which bases on years and years and hundreds of clients in coaching and training and this is the essence and so at the moment i'm reinventing myself and reinventing the rampenpfau but still keeping my roots yeah and and this process will go on forever i think as long as i live and as long there's a rampenpfau then there will always be a rethinking a rebranding yeah. and a reinventing and and this is a process of growth Yeah. I, yeah. I want to grow. I want to grow myself. I want to grow my personality and I want to grow the brand. Yeah. And so never stop growing. Yeah. Always reinvent yourself. I mean, look at big companies. They, <laughs> they are there for like decades or mm -hmm. for like 100 years and they still reinvent themselves. Maybe not totally, but they reinvent their appearance. They reinvent their marketing. They, they reinvent their corporations yep. with artists. Yep. And this is cool. Yep. I'm, I'm, I'm personally a big fan of Louis Vuitton. Yeah. And I think Louis Vuitton is, is a brand who is extraordinary. It's an extraordinary example of reinventing yourself. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's been a luxury brand for like, more than 100 years and still is something which is loved by all generations. Yeah. And best agers love Louis Vuitton and teenagers love Louis Vuitton. Yeah. Everyone loves Louis Vuitton. Everyone wants to have it. And and they, they are awesome at their marketing. They mm -hmm. always reinvent themselves and work together with artists. And <laughs> they had a corporation. They did a cooperation with the developers of Fortnite and designed some Fortnite trophy 
So, yeah. <laughs> like teenagers doing doing this shooter game can get a Louis Vuitton trophy. Mm -hmm. So crazy. Yeah, but it's amazing because yeah. it's really a progressive way to get in touch with a young audience that will yeah. maybe yeah. grow into um, one day purchasing a brand. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And and this is this is such an amazing approach. Yeah. It's all. It's what Porsche or as the Americans say, Porsche. Porsche. Uh, yeah. That's what they do. They exactly. uh, collaborate with even local artists, yeah. Yeah, yeah. even even people that are not well known internationally yeah. on a very local scale. They sponsor amazing cars to yeah. local influencers yeah. Yeah. that will impact a young audience that will one day maybe be able to afford a Porsche. Yeah. yeah. So they even have a TV spot which <laughs> functions that way. There's a boy, he's like 12, 13 mm -hmm. years old. And he goes <laughs> to a to a car retailer, and and he talks to a salesman, mm -hmm. and asks him if he can sit into the Porsche, <laughs> and he sits there and just feels it, feels the leather and feels the steering wheel, and then he gets out and asks for a business card, and the <laughs> sales guy gives him a business card, and then he says, "Okay, I'll get back to you in like 10 years." Amazing. Oh, amazing. <laughs> this is that's so cool. cool spot. Yeah, that's I like awesome. That that's, that's awesome. Great. But this is brand building. Absolutely. This is this is thinking for the future. Yeah. Not like what can I sell now, but what can I sell in the next 10, 20, 30 years? This yeah. is awesome. absolutely. Well, before we touch on on popular brands or other personal brands, maybe we should start. I mean, I, I said it in the intro already, but maybe in your own words, how would you describe what the Rampenpfau is for mm -hmm. English speaking folks? Okay, the Rampenpfau is based on the Rampensau, which is a <laughs> German term for someone who likes to be in, yeah, like the, the midst of, of people. And, and he likes to have an audience yeah yeah kind um, of a show off also kind yeah. of a show off and there's an english term for that stage hog yeah and someone who is very eager yeah to to have an audience and yeah. in some way is yeah not very elegant yeah <laughs> and the idea behind the rampenpfau is to be in front of an audience but with style with elegance and yeah. not not pushy yeah because pfau means peacock exactly the rampenpfau is like the stage peacock amazing. not the stage hog yeah but the stage peacock <laughs> amazing yeah and imagine the peacock in a beautiful park the peacock is totally natural being in front of an audience being in the center of people and being watched and being mm. yeah like like beautiful peacocks always were royal animals and in some some countries only kings were allowed to have peacocks so absolutely it's, so it's a very yeah very distinguished animal yeah and the but it's still on stage it's still performing yeah so, yeah. yeah but but not not being keen on it, not being eager to get there, just yeah. being there. And <laughs> the interesting thing is peacocks, when you hear a peacock crying, <laughs> it's ugly 
as fuck. <laughs> a peacock has a very wow squeaky bird yep. voice. Yeah, it's not very beautiful. You hear it. It's the, it's more the voice of a of a rampant sow than yeah, a rampant yeah, fowl. Yeah, it's it's not beautiful. <laughs> Luckily, peacocks don't sing that much yeah. if you can call it singing yeah it's more like crying <laughs> it's a standout voice it's a standout voice recognizable yeah yeah <laughs> well yeah amazing and and i mean not only you found a great brand name yeah i think you also embody something and that's something i appreciate so much when i see what you do in terms of brand communication and everything yeah i think you apply this idea of representing something that the audience wants to achieve when working with you because a lot of people especially if you're a service provider or mm -hmm. if you're coaching people to become something yeah. a lot of people just identify themselves as the helper but they don't always embody the the goal and i think the way you present yourself covered in tattoos skull rings very a lot of self-esteem in terms of style and the way you speak and and the way you present your brand and your 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 content is just something that really represents what I can achieve if I become your client. And this is something I really appreciate because that's not mm -hmm. that's not that common, you know. Yeah, I, I know. really like it. I know it's it's impersonating your brand and yeah. you have to get there. Yeah. This is nothing you can can buy. No, because you have to be very crystal clear on what yeah. your brand is. What do you stand for? Yeah, sure. How do you sound? How do you look? Which which are your channels? What yeah, story do you yeah. actually tell? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's a process. And, and this process, as I mentioned before, it's ongoing. And it took me years, like decades, to get yeah. to that point where I am now. And I don't think I am finished now, not at all. I think of course. it's an ongoing process. And yeah. by the time... I am what I am now. And it's good that way. But in 10 years, I'm going to be different. Yeah. And it will be good by then. Yeah. Right now, I'm the enfant terrible in a suit. Holy shit. Yeah. Yes. And it's great. And maybe in 10 or 20 or 30 years, I will be the guru who lives on Mallorca and just wears white shirts and nothing besides that fuck yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> Iggy pop we, style we will do another episode then <laughs> on the beach <laughs> yeah maybe maybe yeah. in, in my ashram yeah my yeah. coaching ashram maybe, maybe amazing i don't know i don't know i can imagine myself in in different settings and and this is this is the thing yeah keep your mind open and and keep and yourself open to development the, yeah. the tree who grows yeah. is open He strives for growing. He strives to the sky, yes. but he doesn't have a 10-year plan. He doesn't think about, okay, I will do this now because in 10 years I will look like that. No, he just grows. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what you touch on there is a very important thing because it's a mixture between openness, spontaneity, um, reacting. Yeah. And at the same time, acting to push growth and yeah. have some kind of goals. And I, and what I see if people not only want to establish their brand, but yeah. also in terms of being a startup or having yeah. ambitious goals as an entrepreneur, I think what you described there is something that applies in general for a lot of entrepreneurial endeavors that you start. Mm -hmm. I think you have to have some kind of, of direction where you want to go and even yeah. long-term goals, mm -hmm. but at the same time be 
open that if there's a little hurdle or if there's something in your way or if you to speaking in the tree picture if you have to grow around something yeah. you still have to be flexible enough to do that otherwise you're stuck because i mean what is what is pretty clear to me having had a startup which was not the right environment for me yeah. in terms of values in terms of working environment mm -hmm. The more precise your goals are and the more committed you are to uh, to some kind of business plan and numbers mm -hmm. and spreadsheets, the more often you have to say no. Totally. And this is something on a very deep level that does not resonate with me being a creative with high openness, a very fluid personality that who says yes to a lot of things and wants yeah. to try out things and having to say no to 99% of everything because you just need to achieve this one spreadsheet yeah. goal was yeah. Yeah. soul crushing, you know? Totally, totally. Yeah. And I think this is, this is a matter of personality. And yeah. I mean, you're, you're an artist personality. You're an, you're an artist guy, you're a creative guy. And <laughs> I'm curious what, what you will bring into the world <laughs> within the next decades. Because, no one knows. <laughs> yeah, because with you and your mission, your vision, you're pretty clear on your mission and your vision. But how you yep. will deliver that, no one knows. Yep. And, and this is so interesting because you're not so fixated on, on, on one way. You can do that. It's fine to do that. Yep. If you're sure. an entrepreneur and you say, okay, I... I got a plan. Within the next five years, I want to have 300 employees. Absolutely. I want to build up this thing. I want to have 300 employees in three yeah. years. And in five years, I want to sell this thing and mm -hmm. then do the next project. Mm -hmm. It's okay. It's cool. Absolutely. Be committed. Do your thing. But it's totally different. And you are a total different personality when you want to do that. And yeah. when you feel that. Yeah. You like driven by the figures driven by your business plans and this is okay i mean you experienced it yourself with yeah. a business partner back yeah. then yeah and you are not that person so yeah. you decided to make something totally different yeah. or to to have a different approach i mean your brand exactly. studio is is <laughs> it's not an agency it's like how do you say it's like like the the tailor the tailor for the it's, yeah for it's the like a tailor-made or yeah. a boutique uh, like a brand boutique. the, the yeah. brand boutique yeah. right and i always think about okay one thing is to to build up a company who produces mm -hmm. like fast fashion stuff and, yeah. and and sells it to the world and and scales yeah. as fast as possible mm -hmm. and and you're like on Savile Row, I think about <laughs> about dark wood and leather, Chesterfield, mm. and you sit there and smoke a cigar, and then there's some guy in a very cool suit and smells like oud and comes there. <laughs> I take that. I and, take that. <laughs> and measures your whole body and then makes your perfect suit. And this is how I see you in brand building, and yep. and this is this is what you deliver, and it's totally different. I mean, yep. if if you want the fast fashion shit. And wash it three times, then throw it away, get something new. All right, do it. But if you want the tailored shit, if you want the, the thing which lasts for like 10 or 15, 20 years, then <laughs> get to Sweet Spot Studio. Jesus, thanks. <laughs> And cut. We're finished. That's yes. all I needed. Perfect. We're done for today. <laughs> Here's your testimonial. <laughs> Amazing. Thanks, man. No, but, awesome. but I, I really... I think this is something that everyone listening should yeah. really think about because 
no matter how big your ambition is or what yeah. your training is or what your craft is or what you what your vision for your business is i think it's so important what your personality type is and what you resonate with and how your your outside goals in terms yeah. of business goals numbers spreadsheets investors mm -hmm. the team you have to lead the, the the financial things you have to reach yeah. how they resonate within your personality structure because yeah. if that's not a match you should you can still aim for the for the same goal but the route will be very different that's what i experienced the hard way yeah if you were smart and you're happy to listen to this before you do it maybe <laughs> there's a little easier way to do it right yeah yeah yeah, yeah, sure. yeah totally sure is. so if we stick to the to the personal brand for a minute um if i look around i i have the feeling that personal brands will play a big role for entrepreneurs and solopreneurs of all kinds in the future. Yeah. What do you think? Do you think everyone needs their own personal brand or is this something that's only specific to some people? How, how do you see this, this whole personal brand topic? I don't think you need to own a personal brand. <laughs> this sounds to me like a trend and mm -hmm. I don't, I don't like to push people into trends. If, mm -hmm. It's not their selves. You don't have to be a personal brand if it's not you. Yep. You then don't have to build up a startup if it's not you. Do your thing. But for people who say, I don't want like a mass product, like a company I scale and then I sell it, but to build something that lasts, then personal brand is definitely something you should consider because the future lies within personal branding. You don't have to impersonate your brand. You don't have to be a personal brand. But if you build something which should last, then yeah. think about personal branding. And if it's not you, then get get a partner mm -hmm. and maybe make him the personal brand or mm -hmm. make 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 an influencer the personal brand. I mean, we talked about Drei Freunde Wein and yeah. <laughs> this is the whole concept of it. I mean, Juliane Eller, the winemaker, she's yeah. she's known for her for her own brand Juwelweine and personally I think those are the better wines the Drei Freunde wines are more like the the mass mass the mainstream stuff, stuff. the mainstream yeah. stuff exactly and they sell because of Matthias Schweighöfer and Joko Winterscheid yeah and her Juwel stuff sells because of her corporation with Joko Winterscheid exactly. and Matthias Schweighöfer. She wouldn't have, wouldn't have become that famous mm -hmm. if it wasn't for this corporation thing with Drei Freunde. But the really good wines, the wines are still very mainstream compatible, but um, on a different level. Yeah. So yeah. we have to consider that. And yeah, for, for a wine enthusiast, as I am, I would always prefer the Juwel Weine, mm -hmm. but they are more difficult to get. They're not in a supermarket. more expensive. Actually not. No? No. Oh, wow. Actually not. They're not more expensive, but it's harder to get them. Okay. And... I need a refill now that we talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Definitely. And this is interesting because <laughs> the better product is still the weaker brand yes and now we're at the juicy part of the whole discussion because um that's that's exactly what i was asking because i think if you want to establish a personal brand mm -hmm. you can come 
to you first and then to me or to me and then to you because i think it's the outside and the inside part to yeah, establish sure a lasting personal brand you really have to be very clear about your purpose your mission your vision your personality types maybe you need some nlp skills as we established before sure. and then of course you gotta find a way to transport it in terms of design in terms of storytelling or yeah. media products or whatever yeah. but i think you always need the inside and the outside part it's like two sides of one coin or something no matter if you're an entrepreneur an artist or a personal brand successful brands are storytellers They capture the attention of their audience by sharing engaging and meaningful content. Every company, entrepreneur or creative has an amazing story to tell. The question is, what's yours? I help you find and share your story with the world. This brand storytelling can include content creation, video production, social media marketing, websites, or creating your own custom storytelling formats. With a cross-media content strategy, editorial plans for your daily work, and a long-lasting brand narrative, you'll be able to build a great audience. It's time to tell your story. Check out sweetspot-studio.com and get in touch. And now, let's get back to the show. Maybe... You had a client that wants to pursue some kind of personal branding. Mm -hmm. Where do you start the process with them? The thing is, if you are limited by your fears, yep. by your belief system, and you're not confident enough to get on that stage and show yourself and talk about your vision and talk about your mission, mm -hmm. if you still doubt yourself, if you still doubt your vision you want to to bring into this world, yes. and if you still doubt about your legacy, then we cannot start putting you on stage. You need to know what your legacy is. And as we as we speak and <laughs> and think about this, I think it's a process where we need to work hand in hand. And I think that people need to talk to you to, to like find this vision of their brand. And at the same time, they need to talk to me to, yeah, be confident enough to talk about it in public yeah. and get this on stage or into podcasts or into blog articles to yeah. interviews and whatever. And, and I think it's a hand in hand process. hundred percent. It's nice. New business idea here. Absolutely. <laughs> awesome. The, the sweet foul or the, something. Yeah. Rampenspot. Sweet, <laughs> yeah. Rampenspot. Mm -hmm. The sweet cock. We, we, <laughs> Wait, that's a third venture. We're not going to debate right. on air. <laughs> All right. Okay, that we will do offline. All right. Okay, perfect idea though. <laughs> Stay nice. tuned. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, Thomas, I would like to talk about some famous personal brands. I am watching a lot of well-known entrepreneurs, celebrities, or people in the public eye. Yeah. And I always love to see them build develop their own personal brands to be honest i have some weird fascination for when personal brands crash for when brands collaborations go wrong oh your dark side yes absolutely nice. it's like my like my trash tv addiction or something you know that's it's but it's interesting because you have you can also learn from other people's failure oh it's and if you see Marilyn brand, manson in you <laughs> <laughs> but is there is there any 
anyone out there, any celebrity entrepreneur who thinks does a great job in terms of establishing their own personal brand, who do you look look up to or look out for? It's kind of cheesy, but I like Elon Musk. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's making the headlines nowadays. Yeah, yeah. As we, we talk in mid-May 2022. Yeah. So he's just about, is he going to buy Twitter for 40 billion? Is he not? Is he maybe? Is yeah. he? He's making the headlines once again. Of course. <laughs> I mean, of course. Buying Twitter and then posting on Twitter. Next thing, I will buy Coca-Cola and put the Coke back, back in. in. Yes. <laughs> This is so cool. Balls of steel. Yeah, yeah. it's exactly. And this is, this is something I recently read in an article about becoming successful as an entrepreneur and a brand like personal brand give a f don't give a fuck mm. don't give a fuck just <laughs> just do it and and just do the the thing which no one expects yep. just do the thing where everyone says no don't do it you can't do it just don't do it and just do it why because it's a pattern interrupt that's it That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. no one expects it. And the une unexpected thing, this will get you so much, so much on on the headlines, on, on the tabloids, on yeah. blog articles, on podcasts. I mean, we are discussing Elon Musk right now, right? Yeah. Because he is what it is and he does what he does. Because he smokes weed on a podcast, because he puts out all the big statements out okay, there. Okay, but 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 I I, mean, that's I, a, that's I have a, to get to that because okay. because the the weed smoking thing on the Joe Rogan show, wow! It, <laughs> I mean, they made a big thing out of it, but I mean, it was in California where it is legal, and also he, it was one puff. But yes, but, but anyway, I mean, yes. that's the that's the super fragile American economy. The, I know, the, the, I know. It, it was pretty big on the news, but actually, 100%. I think this this was not the big thing Elon Musk did. I think the, no. the Twitter stunt was much bigger. And then the post mm -hmm. he got onto Twitter with Coca-Cola mm -hmm. is so much cooler than, than the weed thingy. Absolutely. Just in terms of resonance and pattern interrupt. Yes. Uh, there are very few big global, big scale, successful founders and yeah. business owners like him they would publicly even puff away on a joint once yeah, you know and yeah. that's that's another pattern interrupt that you talked about yeah yeah it's a big picture with him mm -hmm. i saw a meme recently and it was like elon musk he's divorced like four times and he smoked weed, weed in public and he curses on social media and he is fucking rich and fucking successful yeah. so is this the recipe maybe Well, yeah, not for everyone, but no. yeah, that's ex that's exactly it. you got to go on the meta level and extract the 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 exactly. things like you said, pattern interrupt, what yeah. suits your brand, what resonates with you, where is your comfort zone, all of that stuff we talked about today. I think this is the level of analysis that you have to apply. Yeah. If if yeah. if any random business owner from Brandenburg, Germany, <laughs> mid Wisconsin, US, wherever, no. if he smokes weed on Twitter, no one cares. No. Maybe lose a client or not. No one yeah. gives a shit, right? No. Yeah. This is the point. But interrupt the pattern in your bubble. Mm -hmm. This is what's important. Yeah. Interrupt the pattern in your bubble and start from it. <laughs> make the journey i mean elon musk <laughs> look at pictures of him like 15 20 years ago 
Wow. Wow. Money does make you sexier. Yeah. And, and he did a, he got a great job with his hair, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's awesome. It's totally. awesome. And of course, money makes you sexy, but not by the money itself. But what it's, do it's with the it? mindset. Yeah. Most people who get money develop a mindset that they don't give a fuck. Not about everything, but on some things. And this is what makes it sexy. Don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. Just do your thing. <laughs> If someone doesn't like it, say, all right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, can, I can resonate with it or I can't, but I, I won't change myself. I won't doubt myself. I won't yeah. doubt my decisions and I will still do my thing. Yeah. Don't That's like by it, the way, sorry. also something that you can, you can if you want to, Put it down to some numbers. If you have some kind of viral hits or if your mm -hmm. content you put out there really resonates with people, mm -hmm. you always have a certain percentage of haters out there. If you if it doesn't affect anyone, yeah. you also don't get the lovers. Yeah, you, actually you, it's like 10%. It's something between it's five and ten. Yeah, yeah, it depends on the channel and everything. Yeah. Yeah, ten is and good. Yeah. So you always need a bunch of haters out there sure. to actually provoke enough thought or be edgy enough to even have lovers you know yeah. that's some but that's you really have to let that sink in because yeah. most businesses when they start their social media strategy and i uh -huh. have meetings with them and they are so afraid to be edgy they are mm. so afraid of having one negative content yeah or a resonance or comment or anything yeah 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 and and fear is always bad fear always limits you yeah I mean, it's okay to think about it, to reflect your decisions, but don't be afraid. Just try it. And if it doesn't work out, all right, change it. Sure. All right. My father, who was an entrepreneur for over 50 years, said, better a wrong decision than no decision. Hell yeah. Just do it. Just try it. And if it goes wrong, pff, so what? Yeah. <laughs> change it. Fail fast I mean, and fail often. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> Okay, you will lose some money, you will lose some followers. Okay, life goes on. But it's progress. It's yeah. Not, it's not uh, frozen. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not failure. It's yeah. just, it's feedback. Yeah, totally. Totally. Just so I, I would really encourage everyone listening to this who has a brand or wants to establish a personal brand to try it out. Get a little bit out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Maybe have some storytelling or NLP or your own idea of your brand under the belt and then really try out things and not be afraid of a couple of negative comments just just try things out i can share a story for myself here yeah when i started my brand the rampenfall i started as an artist coach because i came from that i I, I was an artist myself. I was, was a club DJ for like 10 years and I considered myself an artist. I still do on, on some level, but, mm -hmm. I, but I also consider myself an, as, as an entrepreneur. And by that time, I resonated with this artist thing. I came from that and yeah, like from university, I, <laughs> I was in, in this artist bubble and there were lots of people wanted to get famous with their yeah. art stuff yeah. with their music and almost no one did <laughs> they of course of course yeah <laughs> lots of them ended up at, at record labels or media production ag agency and and some of them even 
worked for, for city marketing. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? So I mean, right. that's it's, fine. It's, fair it's, enough. That's okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I I totally agree. But <laughs> I considered myself as part of the bubble by the time, and then I had a business coach. He he asked me, okay, what are your your target audience people you resonate with and who you want to work with? And I said, yeah, I I resonate with artists, and I I totally dig artists because that's where I come from. I come from a from a family. <laughs> which also had lots of artists and entrepreneurs. <laughs> so yeah. I resonated with, with the artist thing and okay, we tried that. So I, I did artist coaching for like overcoming your stage fright and, and be confident on stage when you play your music, when you do your performances, when you be in front of the camera as an actor. Yeah. I got so much positive feedback on that. So many people wrote me and said, wow, that's so cool. Hmm. I I always dreamt about that. I need that. And that's so good. And thank you for being there. Thank you for your ideas. I read a blog by that time yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and was on, on podcasts and, and on YouTube interviews. And lots of people talked to me and said, wow, that's so cool. I need this. And how much does it cost? <laughs> <laughs> And then I, I, I hit them back and, and put out my number then, which was way less by then because I just yeah. started. And then I got email replies like, oh, okay. Do you like, think we can do half an hour yeah. of coaching? Yeah, yeah, will, yeah. will it get me to that point? A pretty tough time and yep. then at the same time i get a call from a guy from frankfurt i'm in, i'm in hamburg based in hamburg like you and i got a call from a guy in frankfurt and he asked me okay i found you on the internet you're an artist coach and you help people overcoming their stage fright right mm -hmm. okay i i'm at a business agency and I'm an analyst and I need to do my presentations and I'm afraid, can you help me? Sure. So same mechanism in psychology. Yeah. I can help you. Yeah. All right. When do you have time? Need help fast. Okay. Yeah, we can find an appointment. Okay. I will, you know what? I will, I will come on Saturday. I will, will drive up the morning. Then we work the rest of the day. All right. You have time. Okay. Good. See you then. He never asked Didn't for the price. Even ask for the never, fucking price. Never. Ding 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 ding. Yeah. And yeah. this was an epiphany for me, considering my business plans, yeah. <laughs> because yeah. I thought about, wow, there are those kind of customers out there who want to buy my shit, who who want to pay me for helping them. Yeah. All right, I want those customers. Sure. I mean, I still work with artists from time to time and of it's, course, it's great. Of I, I love artists and I love to be in contact with them, yep. but I mean, I need to pay my shit too. Sure. So, and also you can, uh, that, that's what we touched on before. You still follow your calling and you still stay true to your purpose. Exactly. You just found a way to make it work in terms of your business. Yes. And, and I grew, I yeah. mean, this was like oh, more than 10 years ago. Yeah. 
I, I grew by the new peer group I was in. Yeah. I, I was more in the peer group of entrepreneurs mm -hmm. and managers and, and CEOs of big companies. And, and I developed myself further and I'm, I still love artists and I consider myself as a creative kind of guy. Yeah. But I'm also more and more becoming the entrepreneur and have more and more focus on that. And sure. Some people <laughs> who haven't seen me for some years, when they see me again, they say, wow, you, you just talk about figures and, and just talk about money. And I say, maybe. Yeah. And your focus. It's yeah. all right. But I feel it. And, and, I'm absolutely. I'm I'm a businessman. I'm I'm working with businessmen. So and businesswomen, of course. Yeah. To get that right, and it's okay. I feel that it's my identity, and this is what I mean with growing. Yeah. I grew into that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a constant development. And yeah. It's a, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, last question about personal branding. Mm -hmm. What do you make of the Johnny Depp Amber Hart trial? Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> Because I always—I I mean, I follow it in terms of my addiction to trash TV. I sometimes <laughs> watch some snippets from this whole thing, yeah. and to me, it's like a perfect stage performance. But mm -hmm. I wonder, from your perspective, looking at the, mm -hmm. through your mm -hmm. eyes with stage performance and all that stuff you got under your belt, what do you make yeah. of that? <laughs> I'm actually not watching the content that really shows the process. Yeah. But a friend of mine, he's an expert in relationships and especially in toxic relationships. <laughs> and he does YouTube videos where he analyzes this process. Nice. And so I, I got something from him and it's the prototype of a toxic relationship. And They try to make a brand out of it or a rebranding yeah. because their old brands are fucked up yeah. by their their toxic relationship yeah. and how they got it on the media. And yeah. now they're trying yeah. to rebrand themselves and, and try to save themselves and, mm -hmm. <laughs> and find something new out of it. And I think they will make something new out of it. Well, Johnny at, at, Depp. At least make, one of them. Yeah, yeah, at least one of them. And I think it's it's gonna be Johnny Depp. Yeah. Because he he's the real actor <laughs> on <Yep>. that play. <laughs> he said it. Everyone thinks it. Yeah. He just said it. Yeah. Yeah, but seriously, I I, yeah. I I can only recommend or I would like to watch one of those trial videos with you because it's so interesting. Is his body language his facial expression, mm -hmm. everything is either perfect scripted or he embodies the role he plays on that witness stand. Because I think it's really interesting. He really <sighs> saves his personal brand here yeah. in real time. Over the course of this trial, I think he will come out of it totally and he will have reactivated all of his fans. You, you have to consider the whole process, not only the trial, but also mm -hmm. the interviews. Sure the social media content and the way he shows himself mm -hmm. in public, the way he dresses, the way he, he works with body language, as you yeah. mentioned, it's, it's, it's not only the trial, it's the whole process of rebranding yourself. Yeah. It's much bigger than the scenes in the courtroom. Yeah. And yeah. this is what I meant. So consider the whole concept behind it. And, exactly. and he's, 
at the moment, he's not the drunk pirate anymore. No, he's the guy in a suit. Yeah. Who who got abused as a man. The the prototype of a man. Allegedly, let's be safe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, so bottom line, that. it's not about the who's right, who's wrong, who's going to no, be convicted or no. not. Just in terms of your personal brand, how do you present yourself to the world on a very different stage? Because that's, I mean, yeah. going back to what we said right at the beginning, where is your comfort zone? Where is your stage? Yeah. This is a very different stage for both of them. And I think Deb has found in his way mm-hmm. a very authentic and consistent way to present his personal brand He still is, Mm. with a wink in his eye, a little bit of the drunk pirate, even on the witness stand. He makes some remarks like, well, isn't every hour happy hour? And stuff like that. And (laughs) the whole courtroom is laughing. So he totally wins them over. Cheers to that. (laughs) Well, on that note... I let's we should we should come to an end because the sweet people will have so much to think and they I think they take so much away from this. Thank you so much. I have two questions I ask all of my guests. I asked right. you the the same questions in German, sure. now in English. Is there something that really inspires you at the moment? Could be books, movies, series, anything that you want to share with the sweet people listening? What inspires me at the moment is that my life are going on some pretty big changes and yeah on the one hand on on a business level on the one hand on a personal level and this is yeah this is my personal development zone on the one hand it's painful and challenging and on some days i'm so tired i get home after a 14, 60 hour day and I just fall into my bed. I'm, I'm so tired. I can't yeah. even eat. Yeah. And on the other hand, it's, it's so great because I feel life and make experiences on a totally new level. And I'm grateful for that. I mean, the gratefulness, to be honest, <laughs> at some moments I don't feel them, but it's always about growing. Yeah. And this is what inspires me at the moment. Feel life. And yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And my last question is, you mentioned it before. There's a mentorship program coming up. Um, because yes. the last question is, what can we look out for? Mm-hmm. I know you have a lot under your belt. Yeah. Let it be social media. Maybe the podcast is coming back. Who knows? And there's a mentorship One program. Day. Let the sweet people know what's going on in your life and what we can look forward to. Well, <laughs> we are in the midst of May 22 right now. And yeah. pretty soon you will be able to apply for my mentoring program. I developed a mentoring program, as mentioned, from my experiences from years and years of coaching and training for your confident appearance. It's for presentations, it's for public speaking, it's for being in leadership and working with your staff, being in the media. It's for every situation where you need to be convincing to an audience. And this is pretty, pretty deep shit. It's, I mean, I developed this for like two years based on the experience of more than 10 years. Yeah. So 
this is the real shit. I got a little sneak peek for it. I can only yeah. say it's entertaining. Uh, you learn a lot of shit. Yeah. It's fun to watch. Yeah. You should absolutely check it out. It's absolutely worth it. It's going to change your total approach. Yeah. I'm a big fan already. I mean, nice. <laughs> we can say so much. You're also an expert, one of the few experts Ooh. I have on the programs. We had a little talk yeah. about your expertise and, and what you think about those approaches yeah. I have there. And it's it's amazing. It's amazing. It's, yeah. It you will know be what? Out if you, listen, in, if yeah. you listen to this episode sometime after yeah. June, July 2022, yeah. mm -hmm. um, you'll just find the link to the program in the show notes. Sure. Let's put it like that. Yeah. Perfect. In the show notes and, of course, on my website. Yes. Also in the show notes. Also in the show notes. Amazing. Thomas, what can I say? It was, as always, a huge pleasure. Let's open up a third bottle and have a nice evening off air. Thanks so much for being on the show. It was a real joy. Thank you so much for having me. Let's open up a third bottle of wine and then get to that Pashmina Oud again. <laughs> Woohoo! Sweet people, it's a wrap. That was the second part of my conversation with Dr. Thomas A. Kukulis. It's always a great pleasure to talk to him and exchange thoughts on how to build and perform as an entrepreneur as a personal brand. I'm sure you all have taken away a lot from these talks. If you want to find out more, check out the links in the show notes or visit my website sweetspot-studio.com. Next week, I'll be back talking to Graham Brown. He's an expert for business storyteller. He helps corporate leaders to find an authentic voice and we'll do a deep dive into the world of storytelling. That's it for this week. If you enjoy the Sweet Spot podcast, like and subscribe and I'll hear you on the sweet side. This podcast is produced by Sweet Spot Studio. New episodes each week, wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you enjoyed the show, leave a rating and subscribe to never miss an episode. Find out more at sweetspot-studio.com. Oh, 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 oh,